regardless of what anyone thought, I deserved to be here. I proved it, time and time again. It was also another reason I was like a piece of meat stuck between these guys' teeth. You'd think a bunch of macho, athletic, and driven men would be more secure with themselves that having a girl on the track with them wouldn't be such a ball buster. But it was. I once suggested perhaps it was the length of what was in their pants that made them so insecure. It got me a couple loot offers to see for myself. Barf. And earned me exactly zero points toward the respect I thought I deserved. Whatever. I learned a long time ago, you don't always get what you deserve. You get what you earn. I earned my spawn on the racetrack, and it had nothing to do with daddy's money. End of story. At least, I wished it was. The hard truth was there would be no end to the story until I hung up my car keys, which I had no plans to do in the near future. I would have to fight and claw for each victory, every shred of opportunity, and each drop of success. Despite what most people thought, I was determined to make my career without my father's influence. Maybe some kids with successful wealthy parents were happy to take anything that was handed to them. Hell, I'd actually seen reality shows on TV based on the concept. I wasn't one of those kids. My father wanted a boy, something he'd never been shy about letting me know. The reason my name, Josephine, was shortened to Joey from almost the second I was born. Maybe it was some kind of male successor thing. You know, he wanted a man he could hand over the reins to his empire one day. Maybe he'd been married enough times to know he didn't want to deal with a daughter. God forbid she turn out like any one of his three ex-wives. Because a child wasn't someone he could divorce. Or maybe, and this was a thought I seldom allowed myself to have, he just thought women were weak. Regardless of what his reasons were, I'd never asked. He'd gotten a daughter, his only child. I turned out a lot more like him than anyone ever thought. It's likely the reason my mother, ex-wife number three, took off with a hefty divorce settlement, moved into his penthouse in Paris, and never called, visited, or wrote. Ironic, really. My father hadn't wanted a girl because I might turn out like my mother, and my mother ultimately left because I was too much like my father. A therapist would have a field day with my family. I would say one thing about Ron Gamble. He didn't leave when the going got tough. In fact, he seemed to thrive on a challenge. And he loved me. I might not have been what he originally planned, but unlike all the other men around me, I'd earned his respect. I'd like to think, after 22 years, if asked, my father would say he was glad he'd gotten me instead of a son. Maybe it was that which made me so incredibly driven, wanting to prove to him I was just as valuable, if not more so, as a son would be. Or maybe I was just stubborn. Defeat on any level wasn't something I would ever submit to. My father knew this, yet still, sometimes he tried. Well, not necessarily to defeat me, more like sway me, change my mind. It rarely happened, me changing my mind. It wasn't going to happen now, with this, I could guarantee it. Still, here I was, sitting in my father's study after being summoned to what I knew was going to be yet another attempt at swaying my decision. Balancing a clear rounded tumbler in my palm, full of top-shelf scotch, I waited for my father to finish his phone call. The leather club chair was soft and supportive against my back. I relaxed into it and sipped at the amber liquid. I liked the warm trail it left as it slid down my throat. It was comforting somehow. Familiar.
most people would be nervous as hell being beckoned by Ron Gamble. They definitely wouldn't be relaxing in a chair and watching him with open interest bordering on boredom as he finished up some mundane but necessary business call. I was his daughter, and the chair I was sitting in had been in this room since I was born. The man sitting behind the desk, admittedly intimidating, wasn't just a powerful man to me. He was the man I spent every Christmas morning with, unwrapping gifts and drinking hot chocolate. A lot of people didn't know it, but Ron Gamble wasn't just all about business. He might have always wanted a son, but he never treated me with any kind of disdain or disappointment. I knew he loved me from the time I was born. He never acted like I was a chore or even a bother. I was the one who felt the need to prove I was worthy of the love he'd already given me. Another round of scotch slipped across my tongue as he hung up the phone. Anticipation had me sitting up a little straighter. 